Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, it's Roy Wood Jr. We've got a little something different for you today. Now, you remember before the pandemic, you could stand around a water cooler and talk to your coworkers. We used to call it water cooler conversations, even though there was never really a water cooler there. Anyway, two of my good friends, Daily Show correspondent Dulce Sloan and Daily Show writer Josh Johnson, are known around the building for their water cooler conversations. And they turned it into a podcast. This is your chance to hear these two people go back and forth the way we get to hear it all the time in the hallway. The podcast is called Hold Up. Have a listen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hold Up. It's a big show about not a lot. I, I'm, I'm going to do one of these every episode. I'm just going to find a way to describe it in a I different love it. way. I'm your your co-host, host, co-host. Whenever there's two, it does also make it a bit of a weird thing. We're both but whenever you do the drops, you always say that you're the host. So Yeah, yeah. But then that's just because you're not there. Oh. Yeah. But I'm... Your host, Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host. Wow, the de- the, the downgrade. I'm your co well, I I it's it's like a pilot co-pilot situation, right? Like, cause there's some days you're gonna be piloting. You okay. Know? There's gonna be days where you care very much about something that I'm just opposed, but I don't care as much. That's a pilot uh, day for you. Okay, you know? okay, okay. I hear you. I hear you. What what's your name? Tell the people. Uh I am Dulce Sloan. Um, could have been Lazaria Sloan, but, um, there was a very brave woman who did my birth certificate who really just had to put her foot down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you that story later, but yeah, I'm Dulce Sloan. Um, I'm here. Uh, I woke up and it is what it is, baby. Uh, you know, the Lord has blessed us to see another day, uh, to talk about the nonsense that we talk about on this here podcast. So, so we're here. We're here on this audio format today, not to talk about anything big going on in the world. We're not talking about climate change. We're not not talking about anything serious. We are diametrically opposed. We are butting heads. We can't seem to agree on window seat versus aisle seat. Because you don't want to live right. I don't want to live right. You're out here living in chaos. Okay, so tell the people what side you're on. I am team window seat. Joshua, where do you land on this? I'm team aisle seat because we can at least both agree okay. that no one okay. in our Christian circle mm, 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 would mm. want the middle seat. 
that that is a life listen that is that if you love the middle seat i'll go ahead and say it i don't care who it offends i think you're living foul you're living very foul also i could say it's been a good minute since i've been in a situation on a plane where there even was a middle seat wow 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 that's that that's one of those things that look Mm. that's a blessing look at jesus but I would not tell everybody that all the time. You know Absolutely I mean? because, not. You know, you know there's not. haters out here. You know that <laughs> you can't let everyone know how the Lord blesses you. What I can tell you, what I can tell you, is that first class seats are more affordable in certain situations than you think they would be. But like sometimes, like I've gotten, like yo, I'm gonna tell you how the Lord blessed me one time. I got a lay down seat. I'm talking about flat, right? Yeah. Jet blue? Delta. Delta, okay. New York. Okay. To San Francisco. All right. Round trip. Mm-hmm. $658. Wow. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know who. Yeah. I don't know what glitch happened on Delta on that good morning. But I needed that seat because I got very sick. It's like 2019. Remember mm. I got so sick I lost 20 pounds in a month? Like, well, yeah. five, like actually in a week and I was just sick all month and we came back to work and had to leave again? I was so sick. The man next to me put the blanket on me. Like, tucked me in. Then when we landed, they didn't make me put my seat up. They just let me land flat. And I promise you, I looked in the mirror one day and I was like, wait a minute. Let me just see how much I weigh. And in like seven or 10 days, I lost 20 pounds. And I called my homegirl and Oof. told her after I started feeling better. And she was like, bitch, come cough in my mouth. What are you talking about? 20 pounds in 10 days? She's like, listen, I had a dude tell me to lose a weight. He said either by sickness or by fitness. But we going to get this weight <laughs> Look, I'll tell you right now. That, that That thing of not even being in the world of middle seats yes. is 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 wild. I, Have you ever been on the JetBlue flight mint? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you what first class is very affordable. JetBlue mint. They don't have it all the time. They don't mm-hmm. do it on every flight. They don't do it on every flight. They don't do it on yes. every route, yeah. But Oof. bro. Good food. Good food. Also Delta, the disrespect. Delta does not offer a laydown seat. From New York to San Diego. Just not at all. Delta is, okay, so sometimes I'm in Atlanta. And sometimes when I get to that airport, I'm like, y'all really must be feeling yourselves. Because because (laughs) the fact that you close. So do you have clear? Of course I have clear. If you're a person who travels, like when I meet comics who travel a lot, who don't have clear or pre-check, and I'm like, you don't have $80. To get well, it's also this, this is my thing about pre-check. This is my thing about like that stuff. It's wild. This is proof. This is like uh, you know American American flaws at their finest because mm-hmm. everything that we do around pre-check is proof we really don't need to be doing this stuff at all. Because you mean that for an extra eighty dollars, I couldn't possibly be a terrorist on a driver's license. Uh huh. They take. All of your fingerprints. Mm-hmm. 
when I went to my pre-check interview, they took all my fingerprints and then asked me like a few questions. I was in the car longer than they interviewed me. I will tell you right now that when they did all, I don't care if you're clear, pre-check, anything. When they take all your fingerprints, when they do all this background check, whatever. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be crazy. Like, that, like that's plenty crazy. Yeah, that's that's my thing with this whole thing where I'm like, you did all this background stuff. Yeah, that just means a person hasn't done anything yet. Like, I, but but also, when you look at, this is the thing. I think they probably look into certain people more than they look at the other people. Like, if I come walking in to get my pre-check, they're like, yeah. she ain't going to do nothing. I'm not going to, they know, like, when in the history of life have you seen <laughs> any black woman do any fucking thing? When I walked in, they were like, bro, just get, just take her. Yeah. I was I was literally like I was done. I just went, that's it. I mean, I've only seen black women blow shit up as a manner of speech. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, like I'm you know, coming here. It's always in theory. Right. It's always like I'm hurting everybody's feel. I'm gonna light this bitch up, as in I'm taking back, 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 pew, pew, pew. I'm taking shots at everybody in the room verbally. Mm-hmm. But it's like we're not doing terrorism. I'll we're tell not. You, though, the the just just so that we at any point in the podcast actually cover the topic, <laughs> I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts and feelings on the window seat and why you think it's superior. Okay, I will start with this because I know this is going to be your point, right? So I'm going to give you this. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. Wow. I'm a, Before I'm a, you even say it, I already know your point. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I know you're going to say. Now, the only, because, you know, usually I start with, it's kind of like, give me the bad news first. Mm-hmm. The only hiccup to a window seat yeah. is that you have to ask an adult okay. to let you pee. Yeah, that is. A, but I can tell you, there are a few airlines. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you're on Alaska Airlines flight and you are sitting in that very first row. Yeah, there's enough seat. There's enough space for you to get around the other person. If you are on uh, Hawaiian Air, the way their laydown seats are set up is there is more than adequate space to get up and go to the restroom without even waking the other person up or making them even have to sit up. Mm -hmm. Delta, on the other hand, puts you in fucking like isolation tube cubbies. So (laughs) that's why if you ever, as I was asking you, if you've ever been on those mint flights, the one where you're in the, where it's just you in the row. Just you, fire, yes. There's that. And I think Delta might do it. Cause you know, there's some, some flights there's like, First class, and then there's business class. Mm-hmm. If so, usually it's for a job because I'm not paying that much money to be in the sky. Like I, I have my limits. I have my limits. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're just like, how many thousand, bitch? Like this. Sometimes it's just too much money, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's the only downfall of a window seat where you have to be like, you either have to coordinate it, where like you either have to ask the other person. Because that's why I got to a point where I. We'll just fucking hibernate. I get on the plane, I eat my food, and I am <laughs> donezo. And so I don't have to pee until I get off the plane. Yeah. It's only okay. recently where I've been like, you know what? Maybe I should pee. <laughs> because because I it's like something just being about a plane where I'm just like, 
I'm gonna, I'm, I'm out. I'm done, Zo. I'm fucking hibernating. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, cause I don't want to wake up the other person. Also, if you are the asshole that gets upset when the person in the window seats asks you to, fuck you. You cannot be upset when the person in the window seat is like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Cause I had a guy okay. go, oh, you're getting up. I was like, bro. Oh, I know the wildest thing that ever happened. I was on a plane. I'm in the window seat. There is this man in the middle who is translucent, right? What? He's, he's very old white man. I don't know if he got any work done or whatever, but he looked like a fucking, like, one of those fish that lives in the parts of the ocean where, like, there's no light. So he had this crazy, like, clear, you could see, like, all the veins in his face. It was nuts. And then he had, like, this toupee that looked like it was just, like, kind of melted. And then there was a person that he was with, this other guy that was with him. I don't know if he was his, whoever, a friend or whatever, uh, chaperone handler. I don't know. And so he's sitting in the row in front of us in the window. So I'm at the window, see-through white man in the middle, Asian guy on the end, right? Okay. So we're sitting there and he's just like doing too much, right? Okay. He's, he, he keeps hopping up, trying to talk to the person, his friend in the row in front of us. Okay. And he's like bumping in us as he's doing it. I'm like, okay. And then they come by and like give you like a little snack box or whatever. And then when he's done with his food, he puts his trash on the Asian dude's tray. So he's like, I'm done. And then he just moves his stuff. And me and the Asian dude look at each other like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. So I had the window open to take off. Yeah. And then when we were getting ready to land, I left the window closed. And he went to reach across me. He's like, can you open the window? I was like, no. And then he went to reach across me. And I was like, dude, you better not reach across me to open this window. And he's like, I want to see that. I said, like, then you should have gotten a window seat. You won't be watching it today. <laughs> he went to reach across me. I went, sir. He was re. Ridiculous. Also, I've never seen a, 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 this is only the second time in my life where I've seen a toupee where the hair look melted. It was like part toupee, part hair plugs. There was a lot going on with this man. And so this person was a middle seat, right? Yes. Acting fucking wild. So but it's I feel like, like, yeah, we've already established that the middle seat comes with a different energy. Right. He I, knew, but also it's like your friend was in the window. Your friend didn't switch seats with you. You knew that you were acting <laughs> wild. So, like, that's the other thing about being in the window. If you're in a window seat on a three-row, on a three-seater row, mm-hmm. you have to acknowledge you might not. Asking two people to get up to pee, that's hard. So, the secret is you wait till the person in the middle gets up to pee or the person on the aisle gets up to pee. Because that's what I do when I'm on planes now. It's when the person on the aisle gets up to pee, then I'm like, okay, I'll get up then. Because mm-hmm. I'm not interrupting you because you got up. I get you. So this this is my thing. When when I choose an aisle seat, I'm 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 thinking ahead. I'm planning. All right. I'm putting I'm putting something together. I'm I'm planning the entire experience. Because yeah, I'm gonna have to get up sometimes yeah. when people need to pee. I understand that. But also I got first access to the snacks. I got first access to the safety. A lot of y'all window seats are dead. If things go awry on this flight. But you have mm. but you have first <laughs> access. I hear you. 
But I've sat in a, I, that cart running into me over and over. It, it is <laughs> that cart bumping into me. People, but I don't like people bumping into me. Mm-hmm. It is the bane of my existence. Like people bumping into me. When you are in the aisle seat, there's a lot of people in your personal space. Okay. Someone's reaching over you to give one or two other people snacks. Mm-hmm. One or two other people a tray of food. When they're asking somebody what they want to drink, they're now they're leaning over you, right? Okay. To talk to one or two other people. Yeah. You and the flight attendant might as well be making out. Mm-hmm. For the amount of times this person is about to be in your personal space, in a tube, in the fucking sky, it's too much. That's why I don't do ILC, because it's an invasion of my personal space on a regular basis. Somebody going to the bat, like, the number of times I've been good in sleep, and somebody has just bumped, the number, I bumped into plenty of people in an ILC. Just coming back and forth from the, their arm is on the armrest, Right. You are trying to avoid one arm, boom, you hit another arm. It's like a fucking, it's, I'm pinballing my hips down this fucking aisle. And if your arm is out, or your leg's too far out, it's like, I'm t- you're getting touched. Let's go over a couple of etiquette things, just in general, so we can make sure we're on the same page as we decide if window or aisle is better, okay? Okay. Now, when you... And this is a different time in your life, I understand, but I'm asking you to go there. Yes. When you, in the past, had to be in a middle seat. Yes. Oh, it wasn't often. Because the thing is, middle middle seats only happen if you don't plan ahead. I I know. I know. I was asking you to go to that place. I'm not saying you're going to go back. I feel like as soon as I brought it up, (laughs) you were like, don't put that evil on me. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. And so all I'm saying is, do you subscribe, whether you're in the window or aisle, that the armrest goes to the middle seat? I think the armrest goes to the middle seat because the aisle has an armrest. Mm-hmm. The window has the has whole the, side of the plane. They have the majesty of flight. Yes. The majesty of flight. <laughs> They've got a window to look out of. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I think the armrests uh-huh. should go to the middle seat. The middle seat. Okay. I have been in the elbow competition with someone when I was in a middle seat, and I thought very mm-hmm. disrespectful. I mm-hmm. also have been on planes where, because you know when you do start doing colleges, the planes get smaller, smaller like like Russian stacking dolls. Yeah, yeah. So I've been on a plane. I can I can tell you. I was on a plane one time and there was this very, like, just muscular man. Mm -hmm. Just this huge man. He sat down after I sat down. And I just spent the whole flight just behind his shoulder. Like, that's where I want. Like, just, this is where I live now. Yeah. Me and this man go together. Mm -hmm. Because there was nowhere. There was nowhere. We're a couple. For the next two hours. Yeah. Me and this man go together. And he would ask me, and I was very much like the. I was like, "No, I'm good, I'm okay." They're like, "Cause you can't do anything." See, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when it came to that armrest, when it came to that armrest, I let homeboy have it, and I let homeboy have it because I had his whole fucking shoulder. That's why I let him have it. If you are just out here, just your body, just on people. Yeah, yeah. We go together. 
Like truly, until this plane lands, I am your wife. You didn't you didn't say it this way. What? But I can tell that this man was good looking because just the way that you because you were like, no, I'm good. <laughs> anytime, anytime you get that quiet, I know, I know you're like feeling something. Anytime you're like, no, no, it's all right. It's okay. No, 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 I'm fine. No, <laughs> you know, now it's the, like a quiet and a little bit of shake to it, too. Uh, no, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking Captain Jane Wayne or fucking, <laughs> fucking Captain Hepburn. But no, but I was, I've been on flights where, I also, <laughs> this man got so mad at me. I was in the window seat. He was in the aisle. Mm-hmm. This is, I was on the, I was on a United flight and I was just like, oh, the middle class is dying because <laughs> first class was full. So there was three sections on this plane, right? <laughs> there was first class. I guess there was a middle business class area and then there was economy, right? First class fucking jam packed economy. Yeah. Full of shit. Mm-hmm. There were 40 seats. Yeah. In the middle. That had five, six people in them. And I was like, what the fuck is happening on this plane? They couldn't push any of them people from economy up here. Because when you look back at economy, I swear you there were sirens. It was a fucking Greyhound bus back there. Somebody had a bird. Like it was fucking wild back there. And there was curtains. And I was like, I've never seen a curtain on this part. But this man sits down next to me. He, you didn't have a little brother, so you don't know what the little brother felt. Like, you know how teenage boys smell? Where it's just that uh, slight funk. You are a teenage boy, so you probably don't smell it. There's a slight funk. There's a very <laughs> specific funk to a teenage boy. Okay. That unless you had like a brother, you don't know what it is. And a 40-year-old man sat next to me. Smelling like a 13-year-old boy who just got out of PE class. And he was doing... Mind you, the plane had not left anywhere. Also, he came and sat down next to me, which I get it because there was a whole section fucking... You don't know where these people are, right? We're in the Mm -hmm. beginning of the boarding groups. You don't know these people don't fill up the plane. Mm -hmm. He sits down, immediately manspreads, arms out. So now we're going for the fucking jockeying. Yeah, you gotta let the funk out. He got like the fuck completely fucking obnoxious, right? Bumping mm-hmm. in, knocking my arm off the armrest. I was like, oh, this is what we're doing? Bitch, let me explain something to you. I started doing the exact same thing. I'm spreading my arms out, getting my chest wide. Sir, I have titties. I need space, right? Getting my chest wide. I'm man spreading, pushing him's arm off the armrest. Bitch, you want to go? Let's go, right? <laughs> the plane has not taken off yet. Yeah. He goes and complains to the flight attendant. Yeah, yeah. And then she looked at me and then looked at him and I just saw her go, get another seat. Just sit somewhere else. Yeah. And then afterwards she was like, what the hell? I was like, I don't know. I d- it was the wildest thing to me. I've had dudes in middle seats go to manspread. Mm-hmm. But he's there's me on one side and then another man on the other side. Mm-hmm. So now they're just trying to manspread on the right. I'm like, you can't just manspread on the right. That's not how this works. You spread, you spread. No. So you go to spread. I'm spreading now. Like we, we all, bitch, we're cream cheese out here. Everybody getting spread. We're peanut butter at but fucking country crock. I don't care. Everybody getting spread, right? So mm-hmm. there's that thing. You're in the middle seat. Keep your fuck. We're giving you the armrest, but act right. Also, we're already, 
this is already the least amount of space that a human being can be in. Mm-hmm. They have calculated it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've made sure what's the most reasonable amount of space to put a human being in and then not start a fucking riot. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's the smallest amount of space we can put these people in before they kill each other. I guess my thing is I've, I've been in the middle seat before and this is, I actually I feel like think you've been I'm in the doing middle seat a lot though. Wow. <laughs> How dare you? But you have, though. How in the absolute <laughs> of daredevilness do you? How very because dare you? Is that what you're trying to say? How very yeah, dare you? I already asked it the way I asked it. Don't even yeah. re ask me. <laughs> What I was asking you, I'm Shit. saying, mm. I've yeah, I have had a middle seat lifestyle before, okay? And I do this thing. I actually think it's courteous. I don't know if people like it or not. I only had it go awry maybe twice. I'm a pretty nimble dude. And sometimes the person in the aisle seat is pretty little, right? So rather than wake them up, sometimes I'll just stand up in my seat. I'll put a foot on my seat what? and I'll step over them. I'll just like step right. I don't even wake them up. I just step over them into the aisle and I go about my way, use the bathroom, come back, step over them again, and then sit down and they don't even wake up. So you either put your ass or your crotch in a slit in a person's face. They've only woken up twice. Now, both times where the person was waking up, it was your ass over, or your crotch in their face. And they and they did they did have quite a reaction. <laughs> but as soon as Wait a minute, you let me tell all these wild ass stories and you did not tell me that you were a sneak putting your man parts and people faces and you were making people wake up from dreamland while they're 35,000 feet in the fucking sky to your whole little ass in their whole face and their American face. I'm saying wow, it's gone well enough times that to me wow. to wake them up felt ruder than just stepping over. You thought it was ruder to wake them up than to put your ass in somebody's face? You don't know how hard it is for some people to fall asleep. I don't know these people. But how, But what if like the person in front of them, if the seat is reclined? Mm-hmm. You've already got a seat. Also, can we say that I don't think every seat reclines the same? I've no, been they a, don't. On some planes where you recline and it's just two, just a slight two inches. And then yeah. other seats where I'm just like, I can see this man's forehead. Yeah, some he's some too rec- far back. Some recline so much that you know they're broken. Yes, right. I'm just like when I, I got to recline, and the person behind me got like when you see that domino effect yeah. of sleeps reclining because it's like you didn't recline because you wanted to. It was just like a, ugh, and then it's ugh, and then it's ugh, forty times, fifty times behind you. I'm with you. I'm I'm just saying I've done that because in my mind it was it was easier for me. I didn't mind the step over. Easier for you, not you weren't thinking about the trauma. No, no, no. I was. Because here's the thing. I I have friends and I have family who do not sleep well on planes. So when someone falls asleep on a plane, I don't take it lightly. I don't just assume they can fall right back to sleep. Because they also have to stay awake. They have to stay awake until I get back. Or else I'm just waking. One time time I did. This is wild. I can't believe this person. This person was clearly living a a very fast lifestyle. Because I was in the middle seat, they were in the aisle. I had to wake them up to get them up to to get out. 
And then when I came back, I was on, I only went to pee. When I came back, they were sleeping harder than they were before. This time their mouth was open, everything. Oh yeah. I and I had that. to get them up again. I was like, let me just, if I had just stepped over this person, they clearly wouldn't have caught it. Cause it took a couple of shakes to wake him up again. You know, I was on a plane before and the pilot comes on and goes, also, I love the pilot. I love a, I love a good pilot voice. Yeah, there's there's some great pilot voices out there that put you at ease. There are some that put you on edge. Right. Yeah. Anytime you hear, like, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> if I hear a pilot voice that sounds too familiar to me, I'm, I'm already nervous. What do you mean you know? too familiar? Like, if, if, if the pilot sounds too laid back, it, does, it just doesn't seem professional to me. I, I had a pilot on a flight one time get get ready to get on the on the mic. So he had an announcement to make, but he clicked it on too early and we all heard him burp. And that doesn't sound like somebody who can fly. Because the man burped, Josh? Because, okay, tell me, okay, so I, I understand that you live a different life where you're brave and you and you enjoy things and stuff like that. I'm just saying. I'm not I'm that on a flight, brave, I'm still black. <laughs> I'm saying if I'm on a flight and I hear the pilot get all, <clears throat> <laughs> so uh, we're going to be flying today over. Sa- I was like, no, no. It just makes me feel like that. The cockpit is sticky. No, no, no. This makes me have no confidence. If you burp before you start talking and like this is supposed to be a professional. It just makes me. Okay, I'm not saying that I'm brave. I'm just like, there's just certain things I can't be afraid of. Right. Because it's like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that, you know, black people don't do. That's why we have a whole piece on the show called uh we don't do that because we don't do a lot of shit. Um, but if I hear him burp when he comes on first, it just makes me think he's a disgusting human being. Um, Cause we're talking about hard burp too. We're not talking about a little gulp. We're talking like a, about he like a big, like beer, like Homer Simpson, like man burp. Like maybe he just finished lunch. Oh, I've never, I don't think I've ever burped. Sir, you knew it was coming. You, you've never been tricked by a, bur- like people are like, like I've had, like you've never been tricked by a burp, but it's like it's, it just makes you feel like the cockpit is sticky. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. It doesn't say anything about his ability to land this plane. It just makes me feel like the cockpit is sticky. The altimeter might be, you know, it might have like food, like a a food it makes me feel like there's food wrappers. It gives me car energy. That's what it is. It's like it makes me feel like yeah. I'm open. Like, like there's like, some cans on the floor. Right, because it's like, I'll have stuff in my car. Like, you ever been in people's cars that are just, like, completely filthy? And I'm like, just move that stuff. And I'm like, you shouldn't even ask me to get in here. My shoes are going to get dirty getting in this car. And I don't respect this at all. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. I have sandals on. You're going to make my feet sticky. How dare you, sir? I do love the, hey, everybody, this is a, this is your pilot. Like, that voice? I love that. It almost puts you in the mind of, like, your, uh. Oh, like the newscaster voice. Uh, hi, this mm-hmm. is a, like that one or like the disc jockey voice, like the very specific like record. But I did have a pilot say that like he called the plane like the Starship Enterprise, which made some people groan. But I thought it was so adorable. And then he was talking about how we uh, we were going to be flying at like 70 percent the speed of sound. And mm-hmm. I just went, I didn't fucking need that. Did yeah, you know you're going fast? That at all. Yeah, you're going very fast. I mean, I had a pilot one time that was hitting us with too many ums. And I was like, do you, are you sure? 
Josh, you, I did you not. You acted really. like you're not sure. You Josh, acted like you're not sure where we're going. You're not sure how high we're getting. That man was hitting us with multiple ums in every sentence. So um, we're uh, welcome um, to the. Uh, yeah, oh, it sounded just, like it sounded like he wasn't supposed to be. I understand that that's a nervous take that people have, but you have to understand when you're when you're on a plane, and he. This is the boss of the plane. So if you're nervous, we're nervous. Okay? Like if you get if you get on the mic in your plane you're right. and you're like, welcome to um Delta, it's like that doesn't even sound like you supposed to be flying today. I hear you. I think what's even more upsetting is when they make the announcement and you can't understand what they're saying at all. Yeah, because that means all. that if it's an emergency, you don't I know might what the as well fuck just sit happening. here. Yeah. So it's I'm just like, here. It's it, you hear, ladies and gentlemen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to fly on our sands and that 83 degrees and then at 35,000 feet. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I have to hear what he's saying. I know this has nothing to do with the seats, but I hate when they tell me the temperature is going to be because I already packed. Like, That's like this, so there's, funny. there's nothing I can do now. So when you're like, you're like, we're going to be flying into San Francisco. It's actually going to be a chilly 65 today. I'm like, all right, well, then I've already made a mistake. But also you should have checked the weather before you pack. If you didn't check the weather before you pack. Sure. Sure. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying I hate when it happens because there's nothing I can do about it. You know, I don't think I knew how judgmental you were, Joshua. I over very specific things when it comes to pilots. Yeah. When I'm on a plane, because I don't have a fear of flying, but I could grow one. I could grow one real easy. <laughs> and when someone gets on the mic and they're just over here um and on, it sounds like they're stealing this play is what it sounds like. I understand the place. Yeah. And the beauty of a window seat. I'm not going to completely undercut your point. I'm just saying, depends on when you're flying, if the window seat's even useful. Because if you're flying in a red eye, if you're flying where you're going somewhere where it's going to be night very soon, that window seat is about to be nil and void. It's See, just going to be absolutely dark. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you're just going to be dark. No. If you're flying mm-hmm. over land. Okay. The window seat is not useless. Because you're going to see cities, a light, a lit up at night. Okay, the very interesting, like flying mm-hmm. into a city at night is mm-hmm. like, especially if you're flying like into L.A. at night, it's like desert, 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 de- like it's weird. You see the line, yeah, of like desert, we're, desert, desert traffic, city, right? Desert. And so it's so funny because like you see the line where yeah. they're like, we just went. The lights are gonna stop here, here. Mm-hmm. The lights are gonna. Right. We're not putting no more. Tra- no. If you don't live right here, you get no stores. Right. So you can see a lot. Now, if you're like, I've flown to Melbourne. So I did a 14 hour flight when I went to do the Melbourne, com- Melbourne, uh, what was it? Melbourne comedy com- festival. Yeah. Comedy festival. I'm going to say French. Yeah. Melbourne comedy festival. It was, I went from New York to LA, which was five hours. Mm-hmm. And then LA to Melbourne, which was 14 hours. Yeah. In a window seat. Okay. But to your point, it was over water. The flight was at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I landed at 5 a.m. Completely lost Saturday. Yeah. 
Left on a Friday, landed on a Sunday, gone. But when I came back, it was Tuesday for 36 hours. But anyway, plane takes off. The entertainment on the plane is not working. Oof. The Wi-Fi is not working. Oof. The TV is not working. Ooh. And then, then, to make matters worse, the overhead light was connected to the entertainment. So you couldn't just reach up and turn the light on. So even if you brought a fucking book, when they were rebooting and rebooting and rebooting, you couldn't turn the overhead light on. Then, even if you had something you could watch on an iPad or a tablet or something, because they kept rebooting it, the power was surging. So you couldn't even charge your fucking phone. 14 hours at night. No TV. No Wi-Fi. No over. They fed us and cut all the fucking lights off. They're like, go to bed. Good day. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now then. That thing, what you described, yes. is a caveat where, yes, if you're if you're in the window seat at night and you're passing over land, great. Good on you. You see some dots on the ground. You see some dots in the sky. But if you are going over water, you might as well be staring at an iPhone that is off. And, but the good part for me is that the moon was on my side of the plane. So I was watching the world's first movie, which was the moon on water. Was what all I had to watch <laughs> until my battery on my phone got low. And I had to wait until I was able to fucking charge it eventually. But the people sitting on the other side of the plane with no moon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. darkness, darkness had nothing. And eventually they ended up giving people like $250 uh, vouchers. Just mm-hmm. a stay had a stack of them. Like fucking test papers, like a teacher with test papers. And was just like, here, 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 don't fuck, we don't want to hear it. Here, here, here. I think what has happened here is that we have not determined which one is good or bad. No, we really haven't at all. So we're just going to have to throw this one to you, the listener. This is probably the most off-topic and roundabout episode that we've had. We we talked about planes the entire time. We definitely talked about airports and planes. We talked about everything that encompasses being on a plane, the whole yeah. plane experience, right? Yeah, because yeah. Because going through the non, because think about it. It's hectic getting to the airport. Then it's hectic mm-hmm. getting through the airport. Then it's hectic getting on the fucking plane. And then I'm going to spend the whole flight getting bumped into? Fuck that. I pick a window seat because I've already been through the fucking gauntlet of nonsense that is being in an airport. Mm-hmm. But what you have, have you ever looked at the website seatguru.com? No. Okay. My, the bane of my existence is getting to the window seat. And you end up where the seam is, right? So you don't have the window. You're in that part in between the windows. And one time it kept happening to me to the point that the last time it happened to me, I was just in tears. I was so mad. Because you can't, because one, there's no window. Two, you can't lean over good. You're just stuck. I was so angry. I was crying. I was stressed the fuck out. I'd been on a million fucking flights. I just wanted to go to sleep, right? And I'm just sick because you just get the slight lean and then it's just the fucking seam of this plane. And sometimes the way they set up first class seats, like I've been on planes where like every seat you're not really at the window is in front of you. Yeah. But at your head is the fucking seam. So I don't know if they do that so other people can look out the window that I paid for. 
but back either slide these seats forward or back these windows up because I've paid for a fucking window seat. I need to be able to look out this damn window and don't give me the seam. So there's a website, seatguru.com. Mm-hmm. And that's where I go where I'm, I literally, if I'm looking at a flight, I'll go, okay, where is, cause sometimes you just pick a fucking seat. You don't know. There's a bulkhead here. There's a scene of a plane here. Some of them I've had it where like, they're like, oh, this seat didn't work. Or this is an exit row. The seats don't recline. Or you're close to the bathroom here. Or something. Cause like, sometimes you're just like, oh, I just pick a seat. Ba-da-da-da-da. You don't know all of the. Yeah. The ins and outs. The ins and outs of the seat. In the window versus aisle. There's no wrong answer. Because guess what? You're on a plane, baby. You're going places. You're doing stuff. You're getting out the house. You're getting out your neighborhood. You're getting out of your state, probably. If you're on a plane, you're probably leaving your state. You hope. Unless it's like a San Francisco, Los Angeles. Unless you live in a big-ass state, right? Mm. Ain't nobody flying nowhere. You don't live in Georgia and fly to another place in Georgia. You just drive. Quit being an asshole. Get up. But you're on a plane. Hey, you're living. You're doing all right. You're on a plane. There are people, like... There are people who have never been on mm-hmm. an airplane. No, I understand. I understand. I'll say here is probably the best place that we can kick it off to you, the listener. Who? Do, how do you feel? Who was right? You know, is it aisle seat or is it window seat? It's not about being right. It's about being blessed, Josh. You on the plane, baby. The oh, question okay. is, the question <laughs> is, as much as it's about window and aisle, it's do you buy your snacks before? Or are you trying to fuck with the snacks that they got on the plane? Never the snacks on the plane. I always Never get before. Thank you so much for listening. If you're looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, at Josh Johnson on Twitter, Josh J Comedy on Facebook, if you still use it, and Josh Johnson Comedy on TikTok and YouTube. And if you're looking for Dulce... Dulce, it's at Dulce Sloan on the Instagrams. Uh, it's Dulce Sloan on everything, but it's D U L. C-E-S-L-O-A-N. There is no O in my first name and there is no E in my last name. Um, my, fa- my name is only 10 letters long and it is spelled so many ways. It is pronounced so many ways on all the socials. Still say Sloan. I'm on a TikTok. I'm out here. If you're still on Snapchat, please tell me how. Um, Tumblr, I didn't know they were still open. We appreciate you. And we, we appreciate do. you listening. And, you know, always hit us up. Let us know if there's anything you want to hear us talk about. Any, uh, what is it, what is it, what's the best word for it? Any, like, two subjects that clash that maybe people don't even know should clash, you know? Yeah, like apples and oranges. I mean, why are we compared those for so long? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. But y- y'all have a... A great day and a great weekend. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Be blessed, losers. <laughs> Listen to Hold Up on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.